I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What's going on, people? We are Tottenham TV back here for another match review stream. Sorry we're a bit late today, guys, but uh, yeah, it's a tough one to do today after a damaging defeat yesterday against Wolves at home, two goals to one. We got Amir with us today. No Sim. How are you doing, Amir? After being here on the watch long yesterday, we had to drag you back. It's tough. It's tough. I'm not going to lie. You know, on the drive up, I'm just thinking, you know, I've got to repeat all these things that we went through <laughs> yesterday. It's uh, it's going to be an interesting one. But no, we've got a lot to talk about and uh, it's not all doom and gloom, you know, Ben. We've, we've got to keep remembering that this is only Angie's, what, first eight months with us, mm. you know, we're still building. So, yeah, I'm sure we'll get into the issues that we had. Yeah, 100 percent. And um, obviously we're going to go into the match review player ratings. We're going to do um, go and see how the Internet did react to the game as well. Um, but let's start off with the match review yesterday. I think in terms of the starting lineup, I think it was the lineup that we expected with Emerson Royale filling in for Porro, Ben Davis coming in for Destiny Adoggi. When you saw that lineup, did you think mm, maybe he should have gone a different way? No, I didn't have that instant reaction. I thought that that team was perfectly capable of winning the game, especially with what we have up front there with, uh, you know, a triple threat of Son, Richie and Kulu. For me, that that should be enough with Madison on the pitch as well. Should be enough to get you over the line. It obviously wasn't. The fact that we were missing Poro um, and Destiny, it, it's huge to the way we play our game. You know, those inverted fullbacks, the way we go at teams, um, what those two guys bring, you know, it is a bit of a, a downgrade when you're looking at Davies Massive, and, yeah. Yeah, and Royale on that side. Um, but I still think we, we, we should have had enough in our tank to, to get over the line yesterday. And I think it's a multitude of factors that, that led to the defeat. Yeah, I mean, it's it's such a frustrating one with Spurs because you cast your mind back to that Chelsea defeat 4-1. Um, you know, in those 10 games, we were absolutely unbelievable going into that game. Yeah. And then obviously our whole team gets decimated and we're losing game after game. And then during that period, we're like, oh, just wait till we get our first team back. Just wait. We get our more or less our first team back for the last game against Brighton. We win the game. 
not playing too well. No. But Sonny's just coming back. Basuma's just coming back. And you're thinking, all right, now next game, they're all going to be fully fit a week behind them. And um, we're really going to start playing well again. Then out of nowhere, Pedro Porro and Destiny Doggy get injured. It's like a never-ending cycle at Spurs. We can't ever seem to get our first choice 11 onto the pitch. But I don't think it should kind of bring out the excuses anymore because like how many times can we use this these excuses you know Ange had enough time on the training pitch to get them fit and ready for this game and especially with the tactical way to break down Wolves and we saw exactly the way Wolves are going to play against us in the last game against Molyneux right it was pretty much this carbon copy maybe even worse I think we were better than on that day yeah probably worse this day this way around and we had a much worse team out at Molyneux we were winning up until the last minute they scored two goals in stoppage time we came out of the blocks, I thought, the first three minutes. Really good um, yesterday against Wolves. And, and I'm thinking, all right, Spurs mean business today. But then after three, four minutes, we just kind of, it just turned into slow, sloppy play. Every time we went forward, we were just tipping it and tapping it around their box without any kind of incisiveness. And every time Wolves got the ball, every time they nicked the ball off us, it looked like they were going to score. It was like Pedro Neto was running rings around us every time he got the ball. It was just like one ball through the middle of the park every time cut us open. Why does this keep happening? I think it's something that Ange needs to look at, really. The fact that, you know, one one or two quick, fast-paced balls can cut open our, our whole midfield and bypass our midfield and they're straight on the attack. And like you said, when you've got players of the likes of Pedro Neto there... Um, and the, the, the things he can do on the ball is fantastic and, and we didn't have an answer for it there was no way of stopping it every time Wolves attacked us down one of those flanks they looked a threat and they looked like they could really test us um, I'm, I'm not too sure you know but having a look at the wing backs it's the, that's not the issue because we didn't do it enough in the final third of the pitch to justify to warrant a win you know when we talk about providing for, for the likes of Richie you know I felt like although he, he didn't have a great game no service was provided to mm. him. We weren't. And like you said, when we were dilly-dallying around the penalty box, no one was willing to take that decisive, make that decisive pass or decisive shot to try and, you know, really test Wolves. And, and that, for me, is where we lost the game in, in our final third, actually, not the, not the defence. It's like, where has that kind of quick, incisive play gone? There's no one just standing up for the team and being like, you know what, I'm going to put a good cross in the box. I'm going to take a pop shot from 25, 30 yards. They were sitting in their low block. They were really frustrating us. They were really hard to break down yesterday. But there's no one standing up saying, you know what, I'm going to take this on for the team. I'm going to have a crack. I'm going to put a good cross in the box. Our our best cross in the box came in the last minute, Kulisevsky, when Ben Davis headed it wide. That was the only good cross we put in pretty much the whole game. Pretty much. I can remember Royale putting in a little decent ball. If Richie had maybe gambled, he could have gotten on the end of it. But yeah, like you said, most of the balls in lacked quality. Um, We lacked urgency. Not moving the ball quick enough. You know, not surprising any of the Wolves defenders. Um, And you really are. You're looking for your big players. You know, it's these type of games where I'm looking to the likes of Sonny. I'm looking to the likes of Madison. Uh, Kulu, okay, got a goal and he he did actually all right. Ricci, I'm looking for these players to step up and mm. none of them did yesterday. And it, it it is a bit of a worry for me, to be honest with you, Ben. You know, we 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 know that these there's quality in those players, but for whatever reason, it didn't come to shine um, yesterday afternoon. And you're looking at the balance of play in that first half particularly. I mean, we go in 1-0 down. 
terrible goal to get to give away um defending all over the place to be honest well, um, no that no corner defend- no defending no in defending. that corner the guy is completely free in in our box from sense. a corner doesn't make we've sense. got our whole team pretty much in the box i think sonny is the closest man to him and he's completely free header what is that defending all about how, how can you defend the corner like that this is diabolical to me ben that's the word i would use you know for, for a premier league team to leave a player completely unmarked to just head the ball to exactly where he wanted to put it in the corner is diabolical. Um, it's a worry for me that Ange hasn't addressed this yet. The fact that we, we leak so many goals. Okay, we're great going forward. Yeah, we know we score goals. Uh, and that, that's, that's a thing, good side of our game. It's not enough. You're not going to win anything with just that. But that's the thing. We haven't even been great going forward in in previous weeks. I think like since I take it back to that Chelsea game, since that Chelsea game, we've all been here saying, yeah, Ange Ball, yeah, we've been playing good football. Um, yeah, we can attack. But it hasn't been consistently good since those first 10 games of the season. Since those first 10 games of the season, we've been nowhere near as good. No, there has been a drop off. Um, But I do think that that drop-off, you know, it's going to sound like an excuse here, but I do think that drop-off has to do with the amount of injury suspensions and AFCON and Asia Cups that you had. That volatility to the first 11 that you had, that stability in the first 10 games evaporated. Mm. Then you're suddenly playing different midfielders every day, every week. Skippy, Hoibergs, you know, you never know what that midfield's going to look like. For me, part of the issue that we're having in that fluidity within the midfield is the fact that we don't... I don't think Ange knows who his best midfield midfield three are. I don't know if it's Madison Saar Basuma or switch Basuma with Bentancourt or even a Basuma Saar uh, um, and Madison. So I, I'm I'm not too sure what Ange you know thinks of that midfield, but I, uh, for me that's that's somewhere when we need to pay attention to. We need he needs to figure out what his best team is. In terms of the midfield that you're talking about, I mean, we were at the end of Everton. We were having the same conversation, weren't we? Yeah. Uh, Ange doesn't know what his best midfield yeah. is. It keeps chopping and changing. And then before this game, in the build up to this game, we're like, all right, Basuma came on against Brighton. He looked good, looked and good. we're like, we're going to get back to that original midfield that we were so successful with first ten games of the season. Mm-hmm. Basuma, Saar, Madison. We got back to that yesterday, and it still wasn't any good. Yeah, like Basuma, I don't know what he was up to yesterday because for that last goal, he's the one that gives the ball away with a terrible touch. Yep. He chases all the way back, and credit to him for chasing back. But then when the ball gets played into the middle of the box, he's nowhere to be seen. That's his man. Like why? Why is there a man completely? free in the middle of the box when Basuma should be tracking him. Was what gonna, is Basuma doing in that moment of, in that moment of time? He's done half the job, you know. He, he's he's gone all that way back. He's ran back. He's got himself into a fantastic position, yeah. exactly where he wants to be. But he's just let his mind slip like with the suspensions and the things where the diving and the, it, these are the things that if he wants to be a world-class player which I think he has it in him to get to that level he has to cut that out of his game a world-class player is aware that he's got a man on his shoulder he sticks to him he gets that ball first it's as simple as that yeah. and for me you know it's something that he's going to have to work on individually Basuma because all the talent in the world is there we can see it in those first 10 games Eves was incredible incredible you know i think man of the match in most of the games to be fair but then he had that drop off he let the suspension get to him and since then we haven't seen the best of him unfortunately yeah it's so true and like i don't think he's ever he hasn't recovered since that's 
red card at Luton. He's got another one since then. And he, we've never seen anywhere close. We haven't seen the best of him. Not close to those levels that we saw. First 10, first 10 games of the season, he was literally if one of, if not the best defensive mid in, on current form in the Premier League. He was almost unplayable. He was. And now... He's a shadow of his former self, a shadow. And we need him get to get back to those levels, um, you know, to get ourselves back on a good run in, in the Premier League this season. But I, I take it back to the first half. You know, we were lucky to only be one nil down at half time. You know, Vicario made a number of really good saves in that first half. I thought Vicario was just keeping us in it at times in the first half. He was, he was. Big Vic, you know, I can think of a few great saves that he made. Um, fantastic performance by him again. I don't think he was at fault for any of the, the goals. Um, I, I can see him being really frustrated after that one. He should be because no. he did not deserve to be on the losing side, no. Vicario, yesterday. No. Um, bring it into the second half. We start again. We start the half really well. We get that goal. Well. We get that goal with Kulisevsky. What a goal that was, by the way. Takes it past his man, pokes it into the back of the net from a really nice angle. And then after that, we drop off again. Like I don't understand why we start these halves really well, looking really good, looking threatening. And then for five min for 40 minutes after it, we're terrible. Like wh I don't understand. What, what can you put that down to? Lack of game management for me, Ben. You know, we kind of, we let teams get back into the game and then they start to dominate. And you see period of that game where Wolves, after we had the period of 15, 20 minutes where we were good, it was all Wolves. It's the same in the Brighton game. Mm. You know, when we when we got back into that Brighton game, they were actually on top of us, Yeah. you know, for, for a long period of the game. When yeah. we made all our subs, they were on top of us for 20 minutes. So for me, there's something in in the way we play, the way we go about our business, that we're not managing the game smart enough. You know, we were saying on the way up here, how nice would it be to, to for Spurs to be, you know, at a two-goal cushion at the 70th minute, 80th minute, and us just knocking it about casually for fun. You know, don't have to go gun-ho, crazy football. No, you just need to hold on to your lead, finish out the game. And we never even put ourselves in that position. So... It's, uh, it's very worrying for me, Ben. It's actually. frustrating. It's frustrating more than anything for me because I know that we've got it in us mm. as a team. We know, mm. I know that we got players, especially on the pitch yesterday, mm. um, you know, bar, bar the fullbacks. It was our first team yep. yesterday, you know, Rishi up top, Sonny on the left, Kulu on the right, the midfield three that was so successful for us for the first 10 games of the season, Van der Ven, Romero, Vicario. Apart from the fullbacks, it was our completely first team and it's no excuse to look as lethargic and insipid as we did yesterday and we just could not create we could not break down walls for love nor money don't get me wrong Wolves came with a game plan and, and implemented it perfectly. Gary O'Neill uh, said after the game, you know, we were perfect with the way that we wanted to implement our game. And I completely they agree were. with him. They were brilliant. And they killed us on the counter-attack every time with Pedro Neto. What a player he is, by the way. Like, if that's any audition for the summer, he passed it with flying colours, didn't he? Fantastic player. Fantastic. If he didn't have these injury woes, you know, you'd have, I think, the whole world after him, basically. Um... You know, young, talented, technically phenomenal on the ball. And yeah, he was too much for our defence yesterday. We just didn't have any answers for it, you know. Um, is, is there a question maybe in terms of the lineup? Could we have maybe brought in Dragusin? I don't know. <laughs> Dragusin must be looking at the defending over the past few weeks be and being like, how am I not getting into this yeah, team? Yeah, he must be good. 
One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mental, yeah, and he was playing every game in Genoa. He was the main man, so maybe that is something we could look into. You know, you could have maybe benched uh, either Davies or Royale and played one of them. You know, pushed him out to the wing. I was saying in the preview to the game coming into it, why not play a Mickey Van de Ven at left back and then bring in Dragus and Romero in the centre back positions? You could have done something like that. It might have given us more stability. I don't know. Um, but it's definitely something to look into for the future because the balance wasn't there in that team yesterday. And then obviously the second goal comes. We spoke about it. Basuma gives the ball away, goes straight through Pape Matasar, and um, there's no one in the box uh, to get on um, to cover Pedro Neto's cross. So, you know, simple ball along the floor, open man in the box. And that wasn't the first time that, you know, they just found an open man in the box. It happened time and time again yesterday. We just got a bit lucky sometimes when they didn't score. But terrible defending. But after the goal happens, there is just no urgency, no desire, no anything to get us back into the game. We couldn't hurt Wolves whatsoever until maybe the last second when Ben Davis has that header. But that was about it. I don't remember any other clear-cut chances that we had, maybe one from Kulisevsky uh, throughout that 90 minutes. It was all too easy for them. It was all in front of them. You know, they put that low block there. They said, go on, get past us. You can't? Okay, sit there behind and pass away behind the penalty box. No problem. Do what you, you can over there. You're, you're not threatening us. Yeah. And that was, you know, really how it went from the time that they got their second. Uh, very, very frustrating. You know, I was screaming to get past the lines and get, you know, get those overlaps going from the wing backs, get in behind them, get the ball into the box, try and create something. Um, but like you said, we, we, we lacked a threat, we lacked urgency. And the only real chance of note, yeah, Kulu had a little pot shot, great save by Saab, but was that Davies' chance? And, you know, you would think he's actually pretty good in the air, Davies. But he just, he completely, I think he... He lost what position he was in relation to the goal and he, he absolutely fluffed it. Yeah, very frustrating. And if we did get that goal at the end, it would have been a snatch and grab point because oh, we deserved absolutely nothing out of no, that no. game yesterday. Wolves were by far the better side, by, by far, far creating chance, uh, the much better chances in the game. Um, in terms of a few maybe positives to take out the game, I would say... Mickey van der Ven, once again, I thought he was getting us, uh, us out of trouble time and time again, as well as what Vicario was. And I think Kulu maybe had a slightly better game than what he had last week. Mm. That's mm. that's the only positives I can take. I think that's fair. Um, Romero didn't have one of his best games. There's nothing else really in there, is there? Sonny didn't have a good game. Richie, no. Um, yeah, I think that's fair. You know, Mickey van der Ven, although you say it's a good thing that he bails us out, out of trouble time after time again, and he does, he's he's been phenomenal. 
why are we getting in that position that he mm. needs to bail us out every single time? That's yeah. what worries me. It's almost like we're relying on these guys, Mickey and Christian, to sweep up anything that comes in the back. You know, there. So that, that's a worry for me. It's a worry for me that it's so easy for teams to get in behind us. Like first ten games, it wasn't like that though. Like no. we had we had Mickey and Romero, we had Destiny and Poro back four. We've had that last game, our, our, in the last few games now, our, our top uh, choice back four. But I don't get why it's so hard. I was speaking, uh, I think it was my uncle after the game, and I was mm. thinking, why? what has changed from those first 10 games to these last few games in terms of why we're so open, why we're so easy to, to uh, spring on, and why are we so easy to open up? And I'm thinking about it. Maybe it is the, the defensive mid, because since Bissouma has dropped off, we haven't had a defensive mid that has been like playing well pretty much or has been of a top quality because Basuma's had a drop off. Ben Tancor in the last wow. recent weeks hasn't been that great. Hoybier, um, when he's been playing in those positions, hasn't been great. So maybe it's to do with the midfield. Could be. It could be that they're lacking that layer of stability that Basuma brings. Um, if that is the issue, then we are going to want to see a resurgence of Basuma. In we need case, it. That's desperate what we need. It. That's what we need. Um, you know, if he's going to be that barrier in front of that defense, then that's what he needs to be. And let, let's get let's get him back to his best. Um, but whatever the problem is, Ange needs to find solutions. He's got now two weeks um, to prepare for Palace, get the boys ready. You know, it's a run into the end of the season where there's so much to fight for. You know, Champions League is all open now. And we have to be up for the fight. Losing games like to, like yesterday is just not going to cut it. And if we want to get into that Champions League, if we're going to play like yesterday, there's no chance we're going to get it. Yeah. But that's... if we step up to the levels that we were the first 10 games, then you could say we could cruise to Champions League. Yeah. That's the Jekyll and Hyde that is Tottenham at the moment. Yeah, and this is Tottenham Hotspur we're talking about. They never make it easy for us, do they? It's going to probably go down to the wire, go down probably. to the last day. <laughs> probably um, last minute, last stoppage minute time. Yes, it'll be something crazy. And, and you're looking forward to that Palace game now. It's two weeks time. They've got an opportunity to bring in their new manager. It looks like Glasner's going to come in. It looks like Hodgson has managed his last game for Crystal Palace. That game don't look too easy uh, with a brand new manager, new manager bounce and all that. Um, so I don't think that's a gimme game, but I mean, we should obviously get the three points. Would have fought that against Wolves. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I I hear you, Ben. You know, it, it's a home game against a side lower than us in the league. You would expect us to go out there and, and perform. But like you said, it's looking like a trickier and trickier tie as you, as you look at it, you know, new manager bounce. Will they have some of their big players back? I'm not sure on the fitness of Elise and Eze, but if those guys are in the team, I'm always worried. Yeah, it's very true. Um, look, let's finish off this review talking about Ange, the future under Ange and looking forward a bit because I think there's been a lot of noise online being like, oh, Ange Ball is terrible. Ange isn't the right fit for us. Ange isn't a good manager, all this kind of stuff. I completely disagree with all of that. I think Ange is the right manager to take us forward. I don't think a few dodgy results um, is going to change my mind on that. I think I saw enough in those first 10 games to tell us that we are on the right path. We're at the very beginning of what he wants to do. He said it time and time again, you know, there's going to be bumps in the road. We're at the early stages of what he wants to do. We're nowhere near what he wants to do as well in terms of the finished article. And when, when Ange said there's going to be bumps in the road, the fan base would be like, all right, cool. There's going to be yeah. bumps in the road. We can accept that in, in the first season. 
um, as long as we're building, as long as we're going in the right direction. And then as soon as the bumps in the road comes, everyone starts, you know, chastising and being like, oh, Angie's a terrible manager. Like, come on, guys, we need to like just take a break here. And we need to realize that we actually, if you look at the whole thing objectively, we are on the right path now. Oh, We've got a yeah. good team. We do. We just need a good squad. We don't have a good squad. That's that's the reality of it. We've been hurt a lot by injuries that we've had this season. I I, I think we're on the right road, and and I still believe we're on the right road. Yeah, no, I, I think you're you're spot on there, Ben. We are on the right road, and we're on the right track. And in terms of what Ange has done, I, I'll say it again: it's miraculous. You know, the turnaround that he's had, losing one of your world's best strikers in Harry Kane, and putting us in the position that we're fighting for Champions League, we're up there, we're battling, we're playing some good football on occasions, you know, it was more on occasions at the start of the season, mm. it's been a bit less recently, but we've spoke spoken about those mitigating factors. So in all, the direction that the club is going under Ange is a very positive one and we can see what he's trying to do. I think where people get a bit mistaken, Ben, and you know, it, throwing all your 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 toys out of the pram and saying oh angel and I, that that's ridiculous that's nonsensical and there's no point in even entertaining those kind of views but i'm willing to hear people critique some of the things that Ange is doing and some of the decisions that he's making so for instance if someone wants to critique his substitutions yesterday against uh, wolves critique See what you could have done better. See how you could have maybe adjusted. You know, for me, there were there there were some things that you could have done there. You know, so fine. Go in on Ange, criticize, critique, and see where we can improve. But but don't come out with nonsensical type of arguments and he's not the right man for us. And you know, it, it, it's ludicrous. It's ludicrous because the transformation that he's he's performing currently at Tottenham is nothing but but miraculous from where we were. Before the season started, everyone would have been acceptable accepting a top six finish. Let's say Europa League football would have been considered a good good season 100%. for us. From where we came from last season, 100%. playing terrible football week in, 100%. week out, finishing eighth in the league, you know, Everyone was falling asleep every time they went to the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Watching no unity football. within the team. Nothing. Everyone, everyone's just in it for themselves. No connection between the fans and the club. We had nothing this time last season. Nothing. Exactly. So I think that when you're looking at objectively what direction we're going in, no matter, fine, we're having a few dodgy results. And you know what? We've had a loss here at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, but it's the first loss at Tottenham for a while. I think, yeah. what is it, since that West Ham game, since that Villa game around that period? Was that yeah. the last time we lost Villa. there? I think Villa. So I think like... Apart from City in the, in the, in the Cup. In yeah, the I'm cup, talking about yeah. in the league. Yeah. But I think like people just need to like re relax a little bit and just realise where we're at. We're not a Man City. We're not a Liverpool. No. We're not supposed to be fighting at the top of the league right now. And we're in a dogfight for top four. And yeah. I think to get top four this season for where we were at last season would be a brilliant season. It'd be an incredible season. I'll bite your hand right now. Off yeah. If you guaranteed me that top, that fourth position, we get back in the Champions League. That would be a fantastic season. And, you know, then we can really build on it. You're looking at that window. We've always said Ange needs maybe two, three windows. So that window there for me, that summer window, that's going to be key for us where we're, and how we're going to perform next season. Obviously, like you said, our squad is not quite there yet. There's a few missing pieces to that jigsaw and that needs to be solved during that transfer window in the summer. Exactly. And 
people th- people re- uh, are talking like Andrew's been here for five years and he's been failing every year. This is his first season at Tottenham. Guys, relax. And there was so much of a mess to sort out in the summer. And I think like where we're at right now, I think it's more than we expected at the beginning of the season. So I think you've got to be happy with it. As much as it is frustrating, as much as it is frustrating the way we played yesterday, 100%. But there's going to be, like Ange keeps saying, there's going to be bumps in the road. And that's what we're seeing right now. Exactly, exactly. And guys, I'd, I'd want to reiterate, guys, relax. You've got to look at, you look at, management is a very complex process it's not something you know it's you can't just come in one day and everything changes and you know things are all rosy Sir Alex Ferguson was on the verge of being sacked for United Klopp's first few seasons weren't that great it took City when they got their money if you who did they get their money under Mark Hughes was it and then it took them years to start actually winning things and it took them what, 15 odd years to win the Champions League. So yeah. things take time and we're in that building process. You've got to have faith in Ange. You've got to have faith in the team. You know, we're, we're getting there. And yesterday was a bump in the road for me. You know, I, if we lose against Palace, then I'll hear all the screaming and shouting and we can talk. But for now, it's just a blip in the road. And to put it in perspective as well, when you look at it, um, half a season under in in um, Pep Guardiola's first season for Man City, first half of the season in Klopp's first season for Liverpool and first half of the season for Mikel Arteta's first season for Arsenal and in his first half of the season for Tottenham had more points than all those three clubs. So does that not tell you everything about this is a building process and we just need to, I hate to say it because, you know, it's been memed across loads of times, but trust the process. In a sense, yeah. In a sense, it, it's not just about trusting in the process. It's about having that unity that Ange has brought to the club. For me, that's something that is so key and vital. You know, that song, it's not, you know, it's we play the way we want to. And that's what it's about. That's what Ange has got us back to for, for years. It's been four or five years since, you know, the Pete Pochettino years and we were playing great football. So for me, keep that unity, build that togetherness. Let's not go crazy out of one little blip in the road. Let's keep that unity that Ange is building between the fans, the players, the club, everyone. And we build on it. We, you know, when that window comes in the summer, that for me, you're going to hear me being very vocal during that time frame because I do think we're two, three players away, top players away from completing that jigsaw. So we've got to push for that. And we see how we go. Mm. All right. Well, that is our match review and a bit of a few reasons why to be uh, cheerful and positive on Come a Sunday on. afternoon. Come on. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. 
Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.